Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shana. We are so excited to be recording today and to be connecting with all of our listeners again on the show. We had to take the last couple of weeks off because we really had to honor our projector energy levels. Yeah, it's, um, as you guys know, we are constantly living our design and we are constantly trying to embody the things that we are talking about and teaching about. And so we've just been so busy the last few weeks and life and things that we really had to check in every day and say, like, are you motivated to record today? And the answer was no. So we just had to listen to that and honor it and practice what we preach. Mm -hmm. And then today the answer was yes. And we have missed you guys. Like it sounds so weird because when we're having this conversation, it's like Dane and I just looking at each other, but (laughs) but when, but I genuinely feel your energy. Like we meet with so many people that listen to the podcast in our readings and shout out to all the people that we've met with lately. Um, that listen to the podcast because we love getting to meet with you guys face to face and hear about your lives. We're all so connected. I know we say that every single time, but it's so true. And I feel you like I feel when we are recording and we are having these conversations, I feel connected to your guys's energy. So I've missed you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I agree. And it has been really fun to connect with people in our readings that listen to the podcast, because, um, it really is like the best use of technology that I can think of to be able to connect with people who are like-minded as you, who are having similar experiences to be able to connect with people all over the world. Like it's such a absolutely crazy time that we've all incarnated into in this huge collective shift, but using, using technology consciously, it is such a beautiful thing. Like as we are kind of, moving and changing and growing in our lives. Some of my favorite people that I know, and that I feel connected with, I only know from online, you know, like we've done readings with them or like we've connected with them through the podcast or through a different podcast. And it's, it's just so cool how our connection with each other and the connection with our energy is not something that relies on time and space. Like our energy Mm -hmm. is completely fluid. And when we connect with each other, like it fills our heart and soul. So I just think it's so cool that we can Mm -hmm. use technology to connect in that way. Yeah. And shout out to anybody else who has an undefined or open ego center. Um, This is just your little permission slip or your sign telling you to check in with your motivation levels and to honor it Mm -hmm. because there's no rules. You set the rules and your body is telling you what is divine timing for you. So we're really trying to listen, even though we feel like we should record a podcast every week. Um, we also can do whatever the fuck we want. So mm-hmm. 
checking in with that and really honoring it and knowing that that is divine ass timing. So we're excited to be talking about this today. We're going to be talking all about profiles today Mm -hmm. on this podcast. And this is something that you guys have asked us to dive into. And we talk about it a lot in our readings because it is so, so, so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your profile is your personality archetype. And it is a huge part of your design, just as big as your energy type. Um, And we haven't really gone down this rabbit hole yet on the podcast. So we're excited to just fill you guys in about what a profile, what your profile is and understanding the different elements, the hexagram lines that make up your profile and all of the different nuances about um, why there's two numbers and what all of it means. So we all know that in our design, our G center is the driver of our car, of our vehicle, right? And um, that G-center is driving us through magnetism and through love. And that's where our soul is residing. And that is the thing that is really helping us move from place to place down our divine path. And all of the gates that we have in our body graph, the black ones are our personality and our mind. And those really are the passenger. Your mind is here to observe. So in this analogy of the car, your body is this car, your G-center is the driver, and your mind is the observer looking out the window saying, wow, isn't this interesting? Um, And your red gates, all of the gates and channels that are red and unconscious, those make up your design, which make up your body. And your profile is what the outside of the car looks like. So you have all of this amazing stuff going on internally with your design and with your personality and with your love that's driving you. But your profile is really the thing that people are experiencing you as consciously. So you being a projector or being a generator, we're talking about your energy type. And that, of course, is felt by people on an energetic, unconscious level. But your personality archetype is something that people are really experiencing you as. And it tells you a lot about how you are consciously experiencing yourself as. So With these profiles, these 12 different personality archetypes, they're each made up out of two different numbers. The first number of your profile is the conscious side of your personality. And that is really the side of your personality that you see in yourself. The second number is the unconscious side of your personality. And that's really the side that other people see when they look at you. Yeah, so having awareness of these two sides of your personality is really, really powerful because um, it plays into the rest of your chart and understanding your design. It can tell you a lot about how you learn and how you teach um, and how you're perceived by other people. And so sometimes we can feel like, well, I see myself differently than how other people see me. And that's because you have these two sides to your personality. And sometimes they're harmonious and sometimes they're contrasting. So if you don't know your profile, um, we encourage you to stop this podcast and to listen, um, sorry, look up your human design chart, either on joeyandarchive.com or mybodygraph.com, or you can look it up on our website, on our What is Human Design page. And your profile is where it has those two numbers. So you might be a two, four, you might be a three, six, you might be a one, three. That's where it's explaining these two personality um, or these two hexagram lines that make up your personality archetype. 
Mm -hmm. So your profile is written out on the top of your chart. If you're getting your chart from Jovian Archive or My Body Graph. Um, But if you guys are curious of where do you get this profile, like what in your chart is showing you that profile, you can look at your different gates that are in the two columns going down the sides of your body graph. And that first number on those two columns on the personality and design side, that's your sun gate. So that's your gate that is illuminated by the sun. It's one of the most powerful energies that you are inherently in this world. And you'll see that it's a number and then a decimal point. So mine, for example, is 29.4. And um, that point, that decimal is part of your um, profile. Yeah. So whatever two numbers you have there, that's what's making up that two, four or um, that one, three number that you're seeing in your profile. And also that is why we made our affirmation cards because the, your sun gates and your earth gates and your North node gates, um, are so, so, so powerful in your chart. Your sun gates so powerful that the decimal points after them make up your whole profile, which is how people are perceiving and interacting with you. So, um, it's an, it's incredibly powerful to know what those gates are themselves. And the affirmation cards just kind of give you one line breakdown of what you're here to embody the highest expression of with that mm-hmm. gate. So, um, moving so, on though, about more, more about profiles. Yeah. So j- just kind of going back to the decimal points on the sides of the columns, the one where it says personality, the decimal point after that is the first number of your profile, right? So those are that's your, your personality side, it's the black side. And then the red side, your design, that decimal point is the second number of your profile. So it's really interesting to kind of see where you see yourself as the personality where other people see you as the design. So which one is you? And they're both you. And, you know, they can have that somewhat contrasting energy like we were talking about. So another really interesting thing when you're looking at your profile is profiles with the smaller number first have a personal karma and profiles with the bigger number first have a transpersonal karma. And the only profile that's an exception to that rule is four ones, which have no karma at all. So it's really interesting to look at your profile and to see, okay, is my smaller, is the first number smaller than I have a personal karma? So both Shana and I are two fours. So we both have this personal karma um, because the first number is smaller. And What that really means is that in this lifetime, the lessons that you are really here to dive into and learn have to do with yourself. You're here to be introspective when you're learning through these lessons. Mm -hmm. And can you explain what transpersonal means and what no karma means as well? Yeah. So if you have the first number is larger, like Jared, for example, is a six, three, then that means you have a transpersonal karma. And in this lifetime, you're learning lessons that have to do with your relationship to other people, with how you are affecting other people. So you can kind of see right there, okay, are most of my lessons here to be introspective, what I'm learning about myself, or are most of my lessons, what, how I'm affecting other people and how I'm giving out to other people 
people um, and really knowing that that is what I'm here to learn from. And then if you're a four one, you have no karma. So you're not here to come and learn these specific karmic lessons the way that everyone else is. Um, instead, you have no karma. So what that means is that you're still here to learn lessons as they come, but your energy is here to kind of lean into the lightness of life and to feel like life can be this, this beautiful flowing thing. And like, there doesn't have to be this heaviness that we're here to work through or to understand. So anyone that's a four one, um, usually four ones are really fascinated in human behavior and really fascinated in the spiritual journey, but they are here to kind of lean into the fact that they're here to spread a love for life and a lightness for life. And the more they can lean into that, the more they really feel like themselves in this lifetime. And, um, yeah, I thought this was so interesting when I first learned about my profile because of obviously being a projector, I really resonate with the fact that I'm here to support other people in their journey and that I'm here to be a guide and that I'm so good at seeing into the other. So I thought it was like a really interesting thing that I'm here to learn lessons about myself and to have that um, introspective. Like I'm always here to dive into my own being and understand the lessons that I'm learning from that perspective. Whereas Jared, for example, my husband, he's a manifesting generator and his whole cross of incarnation is about being an individual, but his profile has a transpersonal karma. So him being an individual and doing what he wants to do, that's really teaching him these lessons about how it affects other people and how he connects with other people. So that's one interesting way that you can kind of look into your profile and see, okay, if I have that's that first number smaller. I'm here to learn lessons within. I'm here to look within. And when I have that first number as the larger number, um, I'm here to really see how I can learn these lessons from connecting with people and from the way that my energy affects the people around me. Mm, I love that. Yeah. It's fascinating because, um, looking at the, the friends and family around me and seeing their profiles. Um, it's just so true. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so true and seeing the lessons that they've learned and how they interact with people. Um, the issues are the things that they've had to, uh, I guess, confront or face in their life have been about how they affect other people or ha have been about themselves and their own inner journey. So it's just really fascinating to kind of observe that. Mm -hmm. And another thing about profiles that I think is really interesting is um, with the first number, it really is telling you how you are taking in information, how you are learning new things. And the second number really tells you a lot about how you are then teaching that information that you've learned, um, the way that you are here to connect with people and share externalize the things that you have learned with the world around you. So um you know, some, someone who has that, that bigger number first and has a transpersonal karma, they are learning through their connection with other people. They are taking in new information all of the time from the way that they interact with others. And that's how they're learning. And then they actually end up teaching by externalizing that information. And whereas me and Shana being a two, four and having a personal karma, we are constantly learning on our own and then sharing in a way where we're connecting with people. So just kind of talking about, um, 
the different numbers that are in the profiles. So there's 12 different profiles and all of those are different archetypes, but within the profiles, there's only six different numbers. One through six are the numbers that can be in your profile. So these th- these six numbers are the different lines of the hexagram. And um, the one, two, and three are obviously the lower numbers in the hexagram, in the trigram. And then the four, five, and six are the higher numbers. And those are the, the transpersonal numbers. So there's different lines within the hexagram that are harmonious. So if you have a one and then a six line in your profile, those uh, one and a four, I mean, those two are harmonious. A two and a five, those are harmonious. And a three and a six, those are harmonious. So there are profiles that have this natural harmony, even though you have this two sides of your personality. For example, a two five or a five two, even though you have these two different sides, one side is the five where you are connecting with all of these people and you're so dynamic and you're able to really connect in a universal way. And then you have the two, which is the hermit who likes to be alone, even though those two sides of that profile are so contrasting there also is this harmony within the two five or the five two profile just because of the lines being harmonious same with the three six or a six three profile um or a four one or a one four profile and it's funny because those ones that have that nice harmony in the contrast are actually the more rare of the 12 profiles and the ones that are more common are the ones like Shana and mine of being a two four where those two sides of your profile are really contrasting and you feel the push and pull of the two different sides of you yeah and you can feel like who am I really? Am I this two or am I this four? And the answer is you're both. Mm -hmm. So if you are one, three or two, four or four, six or three, five or five, one or six, two, then you have less harmony and you have more, the contrast is felt more Mm -hmm. between these two sides of your personality. Yeah. So for us, for example, being a two, four, the two side of us that we are aware of, right? Cause it's the first number is the hermit. So we really are seeing ourselves as someone who loves to be at home, loves to be in our pajamas, doesn't really necessarily want to see people all the time. Um, and then the four side of our personality is the side that other people are seeing in us. that And that's someone who loves connecting with people and loves being out in the mix, like really going deep with people and being able to have those intimate bonds and that close friendship. And that four side, people are seeing us as someone who's really gifted at being able to connect with people. So it's pretty funny, like, you see yourself as that first number, whatever that is. And then other people are really seeing you as this other side. But the the trick here in navigating this is that if you can honor both sides of yourself equally, that's when you find that harmony and that balance. So knowing like that you don't have to choose to identify with either being introverted or extroverted. If you're a two, four, or there's other examples that are the same, um, you really are both of those things. And if you can hold space for that polarity and nurture that polarity, that's when you really do have that perfect yin and yang balance. Whereas if you're just trying to beat yourself up and be like, I have to choose one of these or the other, I'm either introverted or I'm extroverted. Which one is it? That's when you kind of start um, forcing yourself and you lose that sense of balance with your profile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because literally just the other day, I said to Brian, 
you know, I don't see anyone else except for you and the dogs. You know, I love to just be in my space. Like that's all I see every day is just you and the dogs. And he's like, that's not true. You're meeting with clients all week face to face. Like you meet with, you know, 10 people a week and you're meeting with people, you know, all over the world. And I was like, oh, that's true. So he sees me as this person that's super social, that's meeting with all these people. And I see myself as somebody who's like, you know, I just see him and the dogs and like, I'm in my house and I don't mm-hmm. leave. Like I can go two weeks without leaving my house, but it's about like, I guess through living our design and using my strategy and authority, I have created a life that has that balance because yes, I am honoring my home space, but I'm also honoring that intimate people connection space as well within my home. So not saying that all two fours have to work from home at all, but mm-hmm finding that harmony comes through also using your strategy and authority. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's kind of dive into the six lines that can be in your profile because each one of these lines comes from a line in the hex in the hexagram and they have so much meaning and kind of energy within their line. So we'll kind of go through the, all of the different, um, six lines. And then that way you guys can really see the, the flavor of that line. And then you can piece together if you have that somewhere in your profile. So, Let's start with the one line. So human design calls the one line, the investigator. And we really see this energy as someone who is here in this lifetime to seek out knowledge. So anyone that has a one in their profile, whether you are a four one or a five one, um, you have this energy within you that is so curious. And when you find something that is fascinating, you are wanting to dive in and get all of the information you can about it and kind of collect the existing information that's out there. So with the one line, I really like to kind of highlight the fact that you're seeking knowledge here and not wisdom because you're, you're looking for the, the source of existing knowledge that's out there, things that are true or that are already kind of figured out and you're wanting to consume that and understand what's there. So people with the one line love the process. They love studying when something is truly, truly fascinating to them and they're wanting to listen to the podcast, watch the documentary, read all of the books about it. Um, and so like Brian has a five, is a five, one Shana's partner. And mm-hmm. I definitely see that one side of him in him, like really wanting to investigate. Like anytime he's doing something new, anytime he's curious about something, he's like, hold on, let me Google it. Let me read the reviews. Let me <laughs> buy five books on it. Let me like interview people and see what they thought about it or what their experience was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that's really nurturing for him and um, his personality. Like it's, it's interesting because he uses it in the smallest of things and in the biggest of things. Like when we are deciding a movie to watch, he wants to investigate and make sure, is this the best movie to watch tonight? And let's watch all the previews of all the available options and really get down to the bottom of what is the best right now. Same thing when he buys a new thing, like doesn't matter what it is. He does all the research. Mm -hmm. What's the best one? Read all the reviews. Am I getting the one that's the best for me right now? getting to the bottom of it. So mm-hmm. um, it's used in that way, but also obviously with his life purpose and with anything that fascinates him, it's important for him to have time to dive in and learn about it mm-hmm. in a way that he wants to, that is um, expansive. There's like this expansion in 
the knowledge seeking Mm -hmm. that you're doing. And that type of energy is magnetic. It is expansive in and of itself. When you go there and you, you dive in and you start learning more and more and more. Yeah. And that process of seeking the knowledge and discovering the knowledge and reading it for yourself, like that process is something that makes anyone with a one in their profile feel better. It is a form of self-care. It is a form of magnetizing your aura and clearing your aura so that you can be more magnetic, more attractive. So if you have a one in your profile and you're like, not me. I don't like researching things. Um, we really encourage you to kind of look at maybe how, if you haven't connected with this, maybe it's because you haven't found things that truly, truly fascinate you. And to know if you have this one in your profile, you are someone who's designed to be curious. So finding those things that spark that sense of curiosity, finding those things that feel like, Ooh, this is exciting. I want to learn in it, learn about this more. Um, that energy is really good for you and it's going to bring you into alignment. So if you haven't experienced that, we encourage you to kind of get curious about where are you curious and where can you lean into this and kind of see how that feels and play with that a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So the next line is the two line, which human design calls the hermit. And we kind of see this line as it's multifaceted. So anyone with a two in their profile, first of all, they are that homebody. They are someone who needs their own space, but they're also someone who's really talented and kind of has this, these natural talents, these natural things that they just get, that they're just good at. So Right off the bat, you can see how the two line is very, very different than the one line. The one line is wanting to be curious and seek and love that process of finding the answers. The two line naturally gets things, naturally just kind of clicks with the things that they click with. So they're not people who love that learning process. They're kind of people who just want to do it and they just want to say like, I already know how to do it. Let me just start doing it. And even the two line learns the best when they are actually able to teach something. Um, that's when they're able to really solidify that information the best for themselves. So if you have a child that has a two in their profile, um, you can really see the things that they're naturally gifted at. You can really see when they're wanting to learn something new, how starting it and teaching it and just kind of letting it click with them is better than forcing them to learn in the traditional ways of studying as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for Dana and I, if we're wanting to learn something new, it's all about just jumping in and teaching it right away. Mm -hmm. So I'll explain to her about this new thing that I'm wanting to already have in my knowledge base. And through that process of me explaining, I solidify it within my own knowing. So, um, using that same practice with your kids is so powerful of asking them, like, explain the meaning of this book to me Mm -hmm. or explain what, you know, this math problem to me, like, show me how it, how it works. And whether they know it or not, they will just pick it up and start knowing it as they are teaching. Mm -hmm. And there is something pretty tricky with anyone that has a two in their profile, um, where you are not really necessarily designed to see what it is that you're naturally good at and that you have natural talent for. Whereas other people 
can see the things that you are naturally good at. So there is kind of this projection field of people seeing you, but you not really seeing yourself. And so it's important to know as a two, any anyone that has a two in their profile, that you don't need to see yourself and that you don't need to explain why you know something or how you're good at it, or like do that same drawn out process that other people do to learn something new. Like you are designed to just get things that you get and you do not have to explain yourself and you do not have to feel like you have to prove why you know it or how you know it. So the more that Mm -hmm. twos can kind of just say, okay, I know the things I know it comes out when it comes out, people see it. I don't need to feel pressure to explain myself. The more you can live in that energy, that's really when you can have the most like fun and freedom and flow with the, with the gifts that you do have. Mm-hmm. And then the three line is called in human design, the martyr, but we like to call this line, the discoverer. So this is somebody who is meant to dive in and experience all of the things in life. So they are here to have experiential wisdom versus, um, like just, I kind of just get things and versus let me dive in and learn all the things that there is to know about this and really investigate it. They're here to just get their hands dirty and learn through what works and what doesn't work. So for three lines, oftentimes as kids, they get in trouble a lot or they get blamed for things a lot, even if it wasn't their fault because they are somebody who does get their hands dirty. And so really knowing if you have a three in your profile to cut yourself some major slack, like there is no such thing as a mistake for you because everything is a learning experience. That's adding into your arsenal of experiential wisdom and to know it really works. And to be able to say like, I don't want to be told how this works. I want to experience it for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so just knowing like, get that word mistake out of your life. It does not apply to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the three line is really learning, taking in information through trial and error. So that process for them is gold, right? Anything that they try, if it doesn't work out, that's amazing because now they learn something. Now they learn this wisdom that they can take with them. So um, really anyone that has a three in their profile when they're a kid, it's so important for adults around them to to nurture that. And, you know, when they make a mistake, instead of saying like, oh, you made a mistake saying, oh, you learned a lesson. What did you learn? You know, teach me what you learned. So with these, these, the one, two, and three, um, we really see them a lot playing out super differently with how people are learning that one line, really learning through reading and studying in the more traditional sense, the two line, just kind of getting things and not needing to learn as much and getting what they are uniquely naturally gifted at. And then being able to kind of teach to solidify that information. And then the three line, I really think of it as people who are like kinetic learners who like to learn with their hands and their body who like to really um, stand up in class and dance or move their body or be in different environments or different locations so if you have a kid that has a three in your profile traditional school may or may not be the best fit for them um, because it's really important for them to be able to use their body to have project learning to be able to experiment with things physically instead of just sitting at a desk and doing what they're told So with me, my um, experience at having
putting a two in my profile, I feel like I was really good at school. Like I didn't necessarily like the traditional school system, but I was able to just do it. And if I needed to learn something, I could just learn it. And I did feel like tutoring my friends and helping my friends understand things really helped me solidify it. But Jared, for example, he is a 6'3". So he has this three energy in his profile really heavily. And he's a manifesting generator. So when he was in school, like he had such a hard time sitting still in his desk, listening and reading and not being able to use his body, not being able to try things, not being able to experiment. So school really felt extremely difficult for him. And he felt like his whole life, like he was like a bad student and like he just wasn't smart. And that's not true at all. He's super smart. He's brilliant. He just needs to learn by trying it and he needs to move his body and he needs to have play and diversity and flow in his, um, in the way that he learns. So it's really important for us to understand that everyone, whether you have a one, two or three in your profile, you're learning in that different way. And, you know, we need to hold space for the fact that we all learn differently. And that, you know, for people with a one line that love the process, love studying, that's great. That's amazing. And for people with a three line that need to just jump in there and try things and get their hands dirty and use their body to figure out if it works or if it doesn't work, that's great. And I do want to say that you can be a one, three. So that's one of the profiles where you have both the one and the three in your profile. And if that's the case, then you learn in both of those ways. You learn by investigating and really diving into the knowledge that's out there. And you also learn by um, diving in and trial and error and getting your hands dirty. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then moving on to the four line, the four line in human design is called the opportunist. And I don't know if I like that name as much. Mm -hmm. um, we like to call it the intimate friend. So um, this is somebody who can connect with people in a intimate, real way. They're um, designed to have those deeper, real conversations and get to know people really quickly. So they are the type of people that ask, you know, people questions like, you know, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like? And do you love your work versus what do you do for your work? And how is the weather today? <laughs> it's just <laughs> deeper questions. And they're really gifted at connecting with people. So with this four line, you were designed um, best to learn through that connection. So having a mentor or having a teacher that you love is so important, so much more important than what the teacher's teaching you. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to connect with the people in your class when you're doing group projects and when you're learning or being able to connect with your parents or your siblings when you're doing projects or working on your homework. Um, and that's also, you know, as an adult, being able to have that human connection with other people and the things that you're doing and teaching and learning is so important for your, your development and for your health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I think of the fourth line, it really is about 
intimate connection. Like that's the energy here. That's the way that you are designed to connect with people is in that intimate, close way. So you can really think of this as like anyone that has a four in their profile, they really are designed for like those really quality friendships um, and making sure that they have that intimacy. They have that trust. They have that closeness. They have that raw, like you, you really know that person. Um, and so that of course lends itself really well to one-on-one, you know, being able to connect with people one-on-one, anyone with a four, they really are able to create that intimacy, but it's also important to know that you're bringing that intimacy. If you have a four in your profile out in a large way too. So, you know, us being a two, four, we're not only designed to connect with people one-on-one, we're designed to connect with as many people as we want to connect with. Um, and we're just here to bring that sense of intimacy. We're here to bring that sense of closeness, even if we're connecting with a huge group of people or a huge audience of people. So anyone that has a four in their profile, it's just really important for you to understand that you're designed to really let people see the real you. You're designed to really go there with people. You're designed to really let yourself feel close and intimate with people, even if they're people that you're just meeting for the first time. So if you have a four in your profile, don't worry about um, you know, looking professional or like only showing a part of yourself, but really know that you're designed to let people see the full you and that that's going to be the thing that's the most fulfilling for you. And also it's going to be the thing that helps you connect with people and learn and teach the most effortlessly with others. Yeah. Authenticity is key. If you have four anywhere in your profile, just knowing it's so, so important for you to be authentic Mm-hmm. for you to connect with people in an authentic way that's true to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the five line is called in human design, the heretic, which is, we like to instead rename it to the universal solution creator because the heretic, like what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> like I, I hate that word. <laughs> I know it's weird. So all of these names in human design, you guys obviously might've noticed that there's some really wacky, weird names in human design. And that's because all of this information was divinely channeled by the founder of human design, Ra Ruhu, from this consciousness that he connected with and channeled this information from. So I think that a lot of it Um, a lot of the words are kind of lost in that translation of it coming from this cosmic, like super enlightened perspective. And then like, how do we get that energy into a human English language? Right. So I think that a lot of these, the, the energy within these lines are so complex. There's so much there, but the name, like, honestly, it almost means nothing to me. Like the heretic, such a weird name. Um, but what the five line is, is once again, this is about connection, but instead of being designed to connect in that super close, intimate way, you are designed as a five line to connect with people in a universal way and to really be able to spread your reach and connect with people globally. And you're designed to kind of be able to almost get along with anyone and be able for your message to really connect and resonate with a really large group of like all different types of people. So it's important for people with a five line 
mind to know that the things that they're here to share with the world, the things that they're here to teach with the world are really here to be taught on this more global perspective. Um, and if they can really see themselves as someone who can have a global reach with the things that they're sharing. That's when they're going to feel the most fulfilled and in alignment and really feel like they're helping the most people in a way that flows for them. Yeah. And five lines are really good problem solvers. They're really good at um, solving challenges and saying like, how is this working for all of us? And what are the solutions here? How can we, you know, find things that actually support all of us? Mm -hmm. So, um, and people really like the five, the Mm -hmm. five line. There's kind of this, well, and there's this projection field that happens with the five line where people are projecting onto you who they want you to be or who they think you are, or that you're the person that can come in and help them or that you're the go-to person for their problems or for anything. And that can be a really good thing, but it can also be kind of like a not so helpful thing because it's up to you having this five in your profile to be discerning about when you actually want to step in and help people, when you actually want to step in and solve, solve a problem or, and create a solution, or when you actually want to be that person that they are projecting onto you that you are. Um, because if you do that and you're not, you don't, you're not wanting to, or you don't have the tools to actually help that person. It can leave you feeling drained and feeling bitter or feeling you're not self theme, whatever that is. And, um, it's really in everyone's best interest, especially yours to say like, okay, using my authority, do I really want to step in here? Um, and then if that's yes for you, that can be really fulfilling for you. And, um, it can really build up your reputation. So with this, this, um, this projection field, it can feel amazing to be that person that people are projecting you to be when it's right. But sometimes it can feel like, okay, yes, I've met with so many people all day and I've like been working and I've been doing things. But like at the end of the day, looking in the mirror, you can feel like, but nobody sees like the real me. Like, who am I really? Like, I feel like nobody, I'm only just these projections or I'm just whatever people want me to be. But like, who am I really? Or, or why doesn't anybody see the actual true me? So the best thing that you can do about having this five line in your profile is to journal and to reflect on who you are and who is the real you and what do you love about yourself? What are you proud about with yourself? What are the things that you've done that you've loved and have been really amazing and fascinating to you? Um, Human design is super supportive for anyone with a five in their profile because it allows you to get really clear on who you are and what you're good at. And then the stronger that you see yourself, um, the more fun that projection field is because it feels it feels like side by side to the, to how you see yourself and how other people see you. It doesn't feel so different or so contrasting or so isolating. Mm -hmm. It feels like I see myself really clearly and you're seeing that I can do this and I want to do this and great. That's going to be really fun. But at the end of the day, I know who I am and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just, I just want to encourage you to spend that time getting clear on what you love about yourself. Mm -hmm. And with the five line, um, 
it really is one of the most likable of the the lines. It's designed to be attractive. So people who have this five line, you can kind of um, feel a little bit grateful for the fact that your energy is kind of doing some of the work for you as far as attracting people into your life, having people interested in what you have to say or in what you're teaching or in the solutions that you've created. So all every single one of these lines that we've talked about all have such beautiful energy in them. And they all have things that are a little bit more challenging where maybe you're not seeing yourself or you do have to go through this process. So it's just about really knowing the full spectrum and knowing like the things that you feel are valid, but here's how you lean into the things that really are supporting you and that are positive and that are um, here to help you shine your light in the world and here to help you learn things and then teach things with the world. So um, the last line is the sixth line, which human design calls the role model. And I actually really like that name for the sixth line, the role model. I think it really fits. Um, The sixth line really is here to be someone who is objective and who is here to be a teacher or a guide in this lifetime. So with this sixth line, the energy really is this old soul energy of someone who really loves themselves and accepts themselves for who they are. And they end up showing by example to other people what it looks like to love yourself and accept yourself and to know who you are. So with this six energy, once again, it's all about connection. And people with a six line in their profile are here to connect with people in a way where they love people. They genuinely care about the other's well-being. They want to support other people. They want to guide people. They're gifted at connecting with people. However, they like to do so from an objective place. So the six line is not wanting to get in there super, super intimate all the time. They're wanting to kind of have their space. So I love you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you, but I'll be over here, not in the thick of the drama. And that's really correct for them. So it's, it's healthy for them to feel like I love you guys and I want to support you, but I also need a little bit of of space so that I can be objective about the situation that I'm helping guide. Yes. And, um, you can see here, if you are four, six, that, that's very contrasting. You have this four side that is here to connect with people intimately, then the six side that's here to be more removed and objective. So the four six sometimes can be really indecisive and like be a fence sitter because you have this one side that wants to jump in and connect and this other side that's like, no, I don't want to be involved. So um, it's about knowing and knowing how to navigate these two parts of yourself and um, honoring both sides. So Um, it's, it's interesting because the six line goes through a transition in its life. And a lot of people who've read about human design read, you know, about the six line and how, when you're younger, it acts as a three. So that experiential wisdom line, making mistakes, seeing what doesn't work, seeing what does work, having these learning processes, and then it transitions into a six after you turn 30. And so that's when you kind of take time to retreat back and observe on all of the things that you've experienced and reflect on that and then share your observations with the world and have more of an objective role model guiding um, presence in people's lives. 
Mm-hmm. And you, if you read online about the six line, they call once you've turned 30 and the three now really transitions into the six line. They say that in that next period from when you're 30 to 50, you're on the roof and you're not really like getting involved as much sharing your wisdom. And I personally don't really subscribe to that. I feel like it's like once you turn 30, you are really embodying this slick sign. And what that means is that you are integrating the wisdom that you've collected and gathered and cultivated and learned from in your first 30 years. You're starting to integrate that. And you're already, when you turn 30, I feel you're ready to start being a guide and start using that wisdom to help your own life, but also to be able to be there for other people and support other people. And I've witnessed this a lot in Jared. My husband is a 6'3". And so when he was under 30, he was acting as a double three. So double the experience, double the trial and error, double the sometimes it's great and it worked out and sometimes it didn't work out. Let me take the lesson with me. And once he turned 30, I saw so much in him shifting of like, okay, I've had enough random jobs. I've had enough random friends. I've lived in enough random locations. I know who I am now and I'm ready to just start being who I am and to start supporting other people. And I see him all the time, um, jumping in there and helping other people, pointing them in the right direction, like showing them towards the path that they can go down, setting them up with things like really becoming this role model. Um, so I do want to say that anyone who has a six in their profile, it's not like you have to wait until you're 50 years old to, to start being the beautiful and amazing guide that you're here to be. Um, even if you're under 30 and you're having this three line, really lean into that time because this time that you are learning and cultivating this wisdom, this is your tool belt. These are the experiences that you are going to be educated in, that you are going to be able to use as your tools to be able to help other people. So um, it's so important to just like honor where you are in the cycle and to know and trust that your soul chose your profile for a reason. It's here to support you in in your life's path and in your purpose of being able to really share your wisdom and share your perspective with the world. So now that we've kind of gone through all of the different six lines, you can see how each of the six lines have their own unique flavor. And then having a profile, you have two of these different numbers. So that's really where it gets kind of more intricate. Out of the 12 personality archetypes, each archetype really does have its own unique, interesting things and flavors. And so for that, we really recommend either buying the book and looking deeper into it because it's really complex. Um, we talk about them a lot in a reading. We talk about your profile a lot because it tells you a lot about how you're using your gifts, how you're connecting with people. And um, once two of these different hexagram lines come together, it really does make its own little flavor, make its own little twist. Like each one has its own really unique, interesting things about it that are really um, Mm. complex. Yeah. So we recommend if you're interested in knowing more about your profiles or your kids' profiles to book a reading and to get into the details of what your specific profile means, because they're so complex. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. And we wanted to tell you guys, um, like in our parenting cheat sheet that we, uh, released pretty recently, profiles are a big part of that. So that's one of the ways that if you're wanting to like learn more about your child's specific profile and how they learn, how you can teach them, how they're designed to connect with people, that's something that we put in the parenting cheat sheet in the learning style. Um, and also we wanted to tell you guys that, we have some exciting new things that we have in the works for Day Luna. Um, one thing that we're doing pretty recently here in August, on August 17th, we're going to be participating in this online summit called Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling Summit. And we're super excited because we've been wanting, we've been feeling the call to be able to do more experiences where we can connect with all of you guys and share this wisdom on a broader spectrum, not just in readings, not just one-on-one. So we're going to put the link to that summit that we're doing on our show notes of this episode, but it's so cool. It's this online summit with all of these different amazing speakers that are all teaching about different spiritual ideologies and different spiritual aspects that can really help you in living your most successful happy, high potential, high vibration life. Um, There's other human design people on there too. So if you guys are into human design and you're curious to listen to other people besides us and their interpretations, um, Karen Curry Parker, who wrote one of the human design books is going to be doing it too. And this is a a free event. So all you have to do is sign up to be able to watch all of the speakers, um, including ours. So we'll put the link in the show notes here on this episode. And um, we also announced on our Instagram that in October, we're going to be doing our course on PHS. So we are super excited to share with you guys all of the amazing, super interesting content that's in PHS. PHS. If you guys haven't heard of PHS, it's uh, the primary health system. It's kind of like human design 2.0. It tells you all about the diet that is best for you and most supportive for your specific energy. And it tells you about the environment that is the most supportive for you to live in. And it also tells you about the perspective and motivation that is the healthiest for your mind to really use. And that's the easiest for your mind to use in this lifetime. Yeah. And the perspective and motivation learning about that in my own life, um, has been so transformational, like just understanding what is healthy for me and the view that I'm here to have in the world. We're all here to have different perspectives. So in embodying your human design and being in alignment, you know, what perspective is here to, are you here to, to have about all these different things that you're learning? So Mm -hmm. obviously human design is so complex and that's one of the things that we love about it because it really is actually helpful. Um, it's not one size fits all. So I think a lot of times people are like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's information overload or it's too complex to understand. Like, well, why does it matter to know your profile and to know, but why can't you just use your strategy and authority? And it's like, because it is so complex, that is why it is so helpful. Mm-hmm. And if you can keep going down your journey of exploration and experimentation of using your design, it leads you to your PHS and to, you know, now starting to incorporate your diet and your environment and your perspective and your motivation. So, um, we, as you guys know, are very, um, it's very important to us to talk about things that are actually helpful 
and actually useful and not just talk about things just to talk about them. Mm -hmm. Um, so embodying and using your PHS is one of those things that 1000% can change your life. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why we wanted to have a course on it because information on PHS is so hard to find Mm -hmm. and, it's really, really difficult to like, no one breaks it down in a good way. That's helpful. And, um, we wanted to talk about it because it's not only helpful to know your own, but it's so incredibly powerful to know other people around you in their lives. Like what is their perspective? And it's different than mine. And actually it's good for them to have this perspective that I might think is wrong because my perspective is something completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, and the diet one is huge with parenting yeah. and with your kids. Like there's so much in it that is really, really complex. So we were like, we need to have a full day where we break down each one of these things so that way people can use it with their friends and their family and their own lives. And also with your clients and with your employees and whatever else you're wanting to use it to support your life. So we're going to break down all of the different options and what they mean. We're going to give you instructions on how you can pull up someone's PHS information. And when you're looking at that, like how you even find what their, you know, diet and environment and perspective motivation, what, where you can even find that information on their chart. Um, and then we're going to break down all of their different tones that you can have because within these four categories, there's different tones that you have. So if you've heard the phrase in human design, like what's your color and tone? That's PHS. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going through these four categories of color and tone for your sun gates and your north nodes. So um, just knowing that it's it's important to, I think it's important to know all of them. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're doing a course versus doing one-on-one readings on this right now, or versus doing, um, you know, just teaching one at a time. I think it's more helpful to know them all at once. So we will be launching that it's on October 10th. So 10, 10, and you can buy your tickets right now on our website, daylunalife.com. And if you're wanting to, you can just do the virtual course, um, which, um, will be, emailed to you, or you can do the full retreat day box. So in this course, it's not just going to be information. It's also going to be some healing practices that are helping you to embody the teachings that you're learning. So we're going to be doing, you know, cacao ceremonies and sound baths and breath work. We're going to be doing some meditation and some light yoga. We're going to be doing things that help you to really experience the transformation part and not just be sitting down for a course. And if you're wanting to, you can get a retreat day box sent to you ahead of time. So that would include some cacao and a handmade mug. That's beautiful made Mm -hmm. by an artisan here in Ventura and, um, a kimono and a journal for magic of eye and a lot of other items that help you to create this sacred space and to be able to fully dive in with us on in October. So, Um, there's a few options. You can check it out on our website to see which one's best for you. But I do want to encourage you guys to keep going down this rabbit hole with us because it's transformational. Yeah, it really is. And I'm so, so, so excited to share the information in the course because like Shana was saying, it's hard to find somewhere online that 
really lays out everything in PHS. Like it's all so confusing. And we put so much love and intention into making it simplified. Like these are, these are the important things that you need to know. Here's how to understand it. Here's how to read it. And it was basically when we were learning about it, um, we learned a lot from Ra Ruhu's teachings too. And we're like, we wish that someone could just break it down in this beautiful, simple way. And then we're like, oh, I guess that's us that is here to do that. And like, it's, yeah. there's so many amazing, super cool, fun things about PHS. Like one of the things with your diet, um, you can find with your color and tone, your cognition. And so we'll be teaching you guys about that, but that's basically every single person has their greatest sense that they take the world in and they understand the world through this sense. So some of them are physical senses like smell and taste and sight, but for mine is, um, called inner vision. So for knowing your cognition, your greatest sense, like it's just so interesting because it tells you how you're supposed to take in life so that you know, if something is right for you or not, so that you're able to use your authority and decide on that thing. So like, just to kind of tell you guys what ours is, mine being inner vision, when it comes to selecting food, for example, it's important for me to visualize or envision what I'm going to be having before I eat it. And that's how I know that something is right for me is that I'm able to really visualize it, envision it. And I have found that to be so true in my life. Like I really like to plan our dinners and like meal prep, what we're going to be eating because I get to create it in my mind first. And then like, as we're making dinner, if we don't have something we have to shift, like it really throws me off because I wasn't given that time to visualize or create in my mind's eye what I was going to eat. And then Shayna's cognition is smell. So for her really being able to smell the food, um, it's super important for her to know if it's right for her or not. And then it's not just for food. It also translates into everything in your life. So coming into a new home, like how do you decide if this home is right for you? For me, it would be envisioning it, dreaming it up, imagining it, imagining it before. And for Shayna, it would be just this home literally smell right. And like for her smell has always been such a huge thing in her life. Like if something smells <laughs> bad, it, she always knew it wasn't right for her. So like now having this awareness and being able to integrate it into your life, like it's just so interesting to kind of see how everyone is different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not just like smell, like, obviously, if you're smelling rotten milk, you're like, that's bad. But it's like this smell that's kind of um, heightened of like, it doesn't even have to smell bad. It just smells not for you. Mm -hmm. It's and it's, it's kind of so it's not like it can smell good, but it mm -hmm. just smells like it's not right for me right now. Yeah. And anyone who has smell as their cognition, it's so important that you're only smelling natural smells. Um, and like anytime that you're smelling like artificial fragrances or things like that, you're kind of throwing off that navigating system that your body takes in the world through. So, um, and all of these different cognitions that come from this color and tone, they also have a figurative meaning. So it's not just a, a literal sense of how you're taking in the world. It's also telling you, you know, people who s have cognition, um, is smell, you're here to contribute that sensing things. Like you kind of smell if something is right or wrong. You smell if someone is off or if this place just like feels right. 
Um, so it's kind of like when people say you have a nose for knowing that, or you have a nose for sensing that that's people who have smell cognition. And then for me, um, the figurative translation of me having inner vision cognition is like, yes, I'm here to imagine things and to visualize things in my mind's eye to know if it's right for me or not. But I'm also here to contribute the things that I imagine, the things that I visualize, the things that I create in my mind's eye out to the world. So that's just one little piece of PHS that is so fun to know about yourself and so interesting. And the more you have awareness of it, the more you can cultivate it. And eating for your correct diet actually enhances that sense that you have. And it makes you more able to take in the world around you and see things more clearly. It enhances your your version of intuition and being able to sense that something is right or wrong for you. So we are so excited to dive into all of those things with you guys in PHS in October. It is live on our website now for you guys to RSVP for the PHS online retreat day course. And like I said, we'll put the link in our show notes about where you can find the online summit breaking through the glass ceiling that we're doing here in August. And it was so fun for us to get back on here and do another podcast connect with you guys and share some human design information. We hope that this episode has been fun for you. Um, Knowing your profile is such an important part of your design, knowing how you're here to learn, how you're here to connect, how you're here to share the information that you're giving with the world. Um, It's so powerful. So as always, you guys know where to reach out to us on our website, daylunalife.com. That's where you can email us. And if you want to book a reading with us or get any of the products that we mentioned today, such as the retreat day box with your retreat um, or the affirmation cards, any of those things, you can find all of those offerings on our website, daylunalife.com. And um, yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys think about your profiles. We'll probably do a post on our Instagram at dayluna soon so that we can check in with you guys and see how you resonate with your profile. Yes. So thank you guys for tune in back in with us. We hope to keep connecting with you through readings and all the things. Um, and we love you.